the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We have Dan on the line. I'm going to get to him in just a minute. That means we have four open lines, 602-508-0960. If you have a car question, this is it's easy, ladies and men. Let's talk about year, make, and model of the car, and then let's talk about symptoms. It's not productive for you to tell me what all the different shop says. I need to see the symptoms. What's it doing that's abnormal? Where's it going? How fast is it? If it's a vibration, is it in the seat of your pants or is it in the steering wheel? That's what I do best. So if you've got a problem and you want to just discuss the problem based on symptoms, 602-508-0960. Kurtz Auto's been on my list of the best car repair shops since Jesus was a baby. Kurtz is a great guy, been around since 1987. He handles gas and diesel. He has ASE certified technicians. He's at I-17 in Bell Road. But let me tell you what happened. Kurtz had a lady come in, and she had been told her motor was bad. Kurt fixed her car for $32. She was so grateful to him. So she called me up and told me the story. I called Kurt, and I said, hey, what'd you do? And he goes, we replaced the oil pressure switch. The red light was on, but it had oil pressure. It wasn't noisy. It wasn't clattering. He said, so it had to be the oil pressure switch. I thought it's either the gauge on the dash or the oil pressure switch that talks to the gauge on the dash. He said, I put an oil pressure switch in and fixed it. And I said, well, gee, she thinks you walked on water. And he goes, well, we do. And I said, no, you don't. (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) But that's how I met Kurtz. And, of course, he's got a young man that works for him. I think it's his son-in-law. And between the two of them, they can fix anything except the crack of dawn and a broken heart. So if you're up on I-17 in Bell and you don't have a repair shop, then may I suggest that you go to Kurtz Auto at I-17 in Bell on the northeast corner. Dan, good morning. Thank you for holding. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark. Really sorry to hear that uh, your show is coming to an end. I really enjoy listening over the years. Thank you. Um, And I say that because I have an 02 Grand Caravan, an 03 Grand Caravan, and an 04 Nissan Pathfinder. So I uh, (laughs) I listen to you quite a bit. But I love them all. Uh, But most recently, about a half an hour ago, I was driving down the street, and there's a problem with my radio. Okay. People keep calling this guy and asking him about problems with their vehicles. And the nice man, Mr. Salem, keeps giving them information and advice. And then they argue with him. So I don't know what's wrong with my radio. (laughs) I want to tell you something. When I started on the air in 1988, um, Jim Tazarek, who's since passed, but he's like a father to me. He said to me, kid, if you think you're going to just thump your chest about your shop for an hour or two. You got another thing coming. You take care of my callers. So that's how I started. 
and I was scared of him. He was a very intimidating man. He was really big. His head was as big as a basketball, and he was a former cop in St. Louis. Him and I became very good friends. He made it very clear he was very proud of me, but he also mentored me. He said, don't dump your chest about your shop. Don't talk about your shop. Send them to a shop you know that's going to take care of them and ask them lots of questions to, to narrow down their symptoms versus the cause. So I really do owe a lot to Jim Tazerak. But then uh, Jim Ryan from KKNT was my next manager, and he, the station manager. He also gave me some advice that helped me along. So there's lots of people that have helped me. Rosemary Scarfo from KTAR. I've been I've been mentored Pat McMahon. I've been mentored by the very best, so a lot of it goes to them. But thank you for noticing. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, I do have one question, some advice uh, okay. and uh, your opinion. Since I do have quite a few vehicles, I'm certainly not a collector. I just happen to have some some uh, vehicles to get around town for different reasons. But um, I'm often faced with rotating my vehicles to keep them running, and I'm I'm wary about putting um, the float chargers or battery maintainers on them. Uh, there's so many out there uh, for anywhere from $10 at Harbor Freight to $200 at Pep Boys. Is there really any difference with some of these products just to maintain an older vehicle's battery? Yes, but let me ask you a question first. How many times yeah. have you got to go from vehicle A to vehicle B and vehicle B is dead? Probably once a year. Okay, and how but long is each the battery? Okay, how long is each vehicle in service? Uh, I, I when I rotate them, I like to drive it for about a week straight to work and back and around. Okay. And okay. it's unfortunate. This is also happens in the summer. My family typically spends the summer on the East Coast, so I'm I'm rotating between two and four vehicles throughout okay. the hot summer months. Okay, let's talk about 12 months. How many times do you get in and it goes click, click, click? Oh, geez, at least once with each vehicle. Okay. Okay, the difference between these chargers is the amount of amps. So it'll, they'll all go, a fully charged battery, by the way, is 13 volts. Okay, fully charged yeah. battery. A, a battery that's 12.1 is 10%. <laughs> the alternator is going to give you 13 to 13 and a half over whatever the battery started with. So if the battery is at 12 volts and you start it up, then it's going to go to 13.4 to 13.8. That means the alternator is working. A battery that's defective and the battery that's shorted loses its voltage from 13 and then it goes down and then down and then 12 and then 11.8 and then 11.6. That's the one that you're trying to save with your battery tender. I suggest okay. to you that that's not a good idea because you can overheat the tender or you can overheat the battery. If you have a, a battery that won't hold a charge and it's been checked for draws and shorts, and let me tell you how easy that is. We have this inductive amp probe. And we go over and we grab all the negative cables or all the positive cables. Then we look at the amp draw and it says 0 0.02. Well, we know the computer, is that's the keep alive memory in the computer. So we're not worried about that. So we get in the car and we open the door and all of a sudden, boom, it goes from 0.2 to 8 volts. And so we go, ooh, that's interesting. On the other hand, if it goes to 12 or 12 and a half volts, it's okay. So we're going to look and run some tests to see if you even have a bad battery because when you get the click, 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 it's 
Nine out of ten times, it's the battery. And one time, the dome light was left on, the trunk light was left on, the radar detector was still plugged into the cigarette lighter, and it's typically a self-induced problem. But if you yeah. want to, go get your battery tender and just look for the amp and the volt on the output side. Out, It'll say input and output. So get the mm-hmm. biggest number you can on the output side, and it'll be in amps and volts. That's all you do. Oh. All right. And do you have a recommendation for the the actual battery tender? If I was to buy one or two of them, what type, what am I looking for in the product description? Okay. 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 Anyway, did that make sense to you? Just look at the battery tender, and in there it's going to have input and output. I'm interested in the output side. So if one of them says 3 amps and one of them says 7 amps, I'd get the 7 amp. If one of them says a half a volt and one of them says a third of a volt, I'd take the half a volt. That's what I'd do. All right. I appreciate it. Best of luck to you. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you very much. Well, next week, you're probably going to want to listen to the show, and I rarely say that because next week my family is going to be on with me. So that's my daughter, my son, and my wife. I am quite sure that they're going to share things with you (laughs) about their dad and their husband, stuff that is not going to necessarily be real flattering because... I'm the kind of guy that does not belong in a, a uh, HOA community. I'm, a, I'm, as you can imagine, I'm kind of a rebel, um, and I don't. I'm, and I'm a former policeman, and we got married. My wife and I will be married 50 years in February, and we were both married when we were 10. Whether you believe that or not, the idea is is that I am. I am somebody who's who's pretty principled about what he thinks and stuff like that. But there's a lot of car guys out there. I'm going to keep my website up, MarkSalem.com, and I'm going to keep that list of shops that I know the owners. And I've talked to all of them, and I have their cell phone numbers. And if you have a complaint about one of my shops, piece of cake. I'm going to get their attention on your behalf. And then if you're not happy with the outcome, that's when I get involved. And so that's kind of how it works. Who we got next, Gil? David, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, I just wanted to call when I heard you were uh, going to be leaving the radio. That I just want you to know that personally, I really appreciate all your stories, all your advice, uh, everything I've heard over the radio. And the current shop that I go to, I got it because of uh, one of your ads for uh, for the shop. And I just uh, and I've called in and given kudos to Kurtz before, but these guys based on your recommendation, have done a great job for me and my family. So anyways, I just wanted to call and say thank you for all that you've done for the service that you've provided all these years. Thank you for that, David. Folks, let me tell you how seriously I take my list of good car repair shops. But I also want to brag. It's been five or more years since I've had to get involved in a dispute between one of my shops and a customer. It's been more than five years. I have, and I tell you that if the shop won't, if I determine the shop was wrong and the shop won't jump up and take care of it, I will. 
That's never happened since 1988. Never happened. I've never had to come out of pocket to make a customer happy because the shop always does. It's not a matter of me going there and telling the shop what's going on and how the cow ate the cabbage. Nothing of that is true. The fact of the matter is is that the, I say to the shop, you got an unhappy customer, here's their name and phone number, or if they have this kind of car, look them up. The shop brings the customer in, they have a discussion. Then the shop calls me and says, this is mine. I know Kurtz did that not too long ago. This is mine. And I said, thank you. Sometimes they say, this is a little questionable. And I said, okay, well, send me an email about your side. I call the customer. Send me the email about your side. They both have to agree in advance. They will accept my out, my determination. And I, there's no specifics. It's not 50% of the time on the shop side and 50% of the... It's, that has nothing to do with it. It's right and wrong. There's customers out there that have expectations that are... I told them to fix my air conditioning unit. Now my water pump's bad. And they were the last ones to work in that area. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had my toenails trimmed, and now I have a bad knee, and uh, and I want the toenail trimmer <laughs> to fix my bad knee. That's as silly as it gets. But I want to tell you, if I've had a hundred over the year of over the last thirty-five years, if I've had a hundred complaints, and that's a huge number that isn't even true, I may have had a at the end of the day, I may have had a bad customer three times, a, a unha- unhappy customer three times, I should say, because they're mad at me and they're mad at the shop, and I've already investigated it, and I, unfortunately, um, you took your car in, and six and a half months later, you took your car in, and they told you you needed a water pump, and you think that they caused your water pump to fail, and I say to the customer, if you gave me the keys to your car, I could not promise you that I can cause your water pump to fail. The water pump fail is like a light bulb. One minute it's good, and the next minute it ain't. The shop cannot make your water pump fail. It can't. So anyway, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960, and here's the good news. We got five open lines. So when you call in, you're going to talk to our staff, and you're going to say, I want to talk to Mark, and they're going to say, what's your name? And then they're going to whisper in my ear, 602-508-0960. Have you and your spouse moved from being soulmates to roommates? Wondering what you can do to get the spark back? Focus on the family and Salem Media Group present Resist the Drift, a two-day marriage conference happening August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert. Resist the Drift is an opportunity to connect with your spouse and take a deeper dive into content created just for you. Learn ways to strengthen your connection, rekindle your romance, and reawaken your adventure. Come hear speakers Dr. Greg and Aaron Smalley share their story and what they've learned as they move from roommates to soulmates. Couples will receive Bible-based concepts and tools to reconnect and strengthen their marriages. Get tickets today at 960thepatriot.com. That's the Resist the Drift Marriage Conference, August 25th and 26th at Central Christian Church in Gilbert, Arizona. Presented also by redballoon.work. We look forward to seeing you there. Go now to 960thepatriot.com. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are 
are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. When I have an asthma attack, I feel scared. It's like tiny nails in the air poke my lungs. I start to cough. Sometimes I, my parents have to take me to the hospital. Today, one out of 13 children suffer from some form of asthma, accounting for nearly one-third of all emergency room visits. I feel like I'm choking. It's kind of like an elephant is on my chest. A little whistle sound comes out when I breathe. But while your child may suffer from asthma, asthma doesn't have to make your child suffer. There are simple ways you can prevent your child's next attack. To learn more, call 1-866-NO-ATTACKS. That's 1-866-662-8822. Log on to www.noattacks.org or call your doctor. Because even one attack is one too many. I feel like a fish with no water. Brought to you by the EPA, the Ad Council, and this station. Sebastian Gorka here. It is critical we keep AM radio in all cars and trucks. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for news, weather, and opinions. AM is also the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you advised of threatening weather conditions and amber alerts. Text AM to the number 52886. Tell Congress that we need AM radio in our cars. Again, text AM to the number 52886. Standard message and data rates may apply. Welcome back, everybody. 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. And um, let me just confess to you that over the years since 1988, um, I've been on the radio. And the reason I'm as good as I am is because of the board ops. Those are the guys that run the board. They take the calls. They whisper in my ear. You got Steve. You got Chris. You got John. And then they keep my levels right, and they keep me on my clock. Because, see, folks, when they want me to break at 17 after the hour, they don't want 17.20. They want 17. At the bottom of the hour, it's 30. It's not 31, and it's not 29. 30 minutes exactly. And 40 minutes exactly, and 58.50 is my out time. The board ops at here at KKNT, we're talking about Gil and Jeremy. They're probably the best ones I've ever worked for in my entire career. They just keep me on track, and then they'll each give me a 15 seconds so that I drop my eyes to the clock and go, okay, I need to be out at 30. <laughs> Thank you for the 15-second. Look, Mark, you're going to miss this. So I am what I am, but the real reason I'm as good as I am, or at least people think I am, is because of the two guys, Gil and Jeremy. Let's go to the phones, and let's talk to Steve. Steve, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Thanks for taking the call. And... uh I have a question on tires for you, and you and I have uh, Dodge Dooley's, and I, I tow a heavy 43-foot fifth wheel, and I'm getting ready to throw some new tires on. I had some Toyo Open Country ATs, and I wasn't really happy with the wear this time, and I know you tow a lot of heavy weight, too. What what are some of the recommendations you have for us dually haulers with heavy weight? Okay, let me ask you a couple questions. Tell me, is the abnormal wear front axle or back? 
I would say back. Okay, fair enough. Describe the wear. Is it edge wear or center of the tire wear? Where's the abnormal wear on the tread? I don't know if I'd call it abnormal wear, but the wear that I'm getting is on the outside edges. Okay. Wow. That's very unusual. Is it possible that outside edge wear came from when the tires were on the front of the vehicle? Because we expect a little outside wear because when you turn right and left, the tire leans over to the left and leans over to the right. So we're going to wear that outside edge. Let, Let me just confess to you something. I have your tires on my truck. We sell the hell out of Toyo tires. We're not going to install anything else but those. We love them because they'll handle the weight. And so in my truck, pretend I have, you know, a 20,000-pound load on the back of it. Well, I got four tires. Each one of those tires better be able to carry 5,000 pounds or more. So we like Toyos, and we inflate them a little higher than the minimum to give them a little bit of better weight. And the tire runs cooler if it's aired up to its maximum inflation. Now, some of the guys don't like that because it makes it for a rough ride without the horse trailer or without the trailer with the, you know, bobcat on it or the excavator. But in reality, you adjust the air pressure based on your load. I would like, what part of town do you live in? I'm in Cave Creek. Okay. I'd like you to come south and go to Kurtz at I-17 and Bell, call them and ask them if you can stop by, and I'd like to see from their eyes what your wear is. It's really unusual for you to have outside edge wear on the back axle. I don't know that I've ever fixed anything because of that. If the axle was bent, you'd have a hell of a vibration and a variety of other symptoms. But is it possible that the two outers came off the front? It's it's real possible because I do... I do rotate between five and 6,000 miles, and they do rotate um, to the front of the truck from the back. Okay, so the fronts go to the inside duels, and then the outside duels go to the front, which is typically what everybody does, and that's what we do too. Here's the deal. The tire's going to roll over on its outside edge when you make a right turn or a left turn. If your trailer is heavy and I'm walking this a a careful line. And let me tell you, heavy (laughs) in my world is more than max. (laughs) So, you know, I'm hauling some equipment that um, I probably am right at the gross combined weight rating, truck, trailer, and load. So if if your outside edge is wearing, then there's nothing on the rear end that's going to only wear the outside edge. It has to come from the front. Now, under those conditions, there's a lot of times that we have so much weight in the back of the truck, we're lifting the front of the truck up, and we're scrubbing the tires a tad when we make a turn to the right or to the left. Another, th- And that's the only possibility. That's the only possibility because in overinflation wears the center, underinflation wears both the inner edge and the outer edge, and you and I know that it's just the outside edge. So you can air up your tires a little bit more, but do a six-tire rotation next time. The inners to the front, the fronts to the outers, <laughs> and the outers to the inners. <laughs> so it's a six-way rotation, and you'll eliminate what you've got. But I, I'm not going to do a commercial for Toyo. I'm just going to tell you we sell hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of Toyo tires annually. And Alan has them on his truck. My wife has them on her car. I have them on mine. My daughter, my, my, all my whole family is sitting on Toyos. I don't do commercials for Toyos, but I can tell you I like the company. I really like the company. 
Can you tell me what model that you're running on your dually or your what? Open countries. Open country yeah. AT2s or 3s? Or? I don't know the answer to that. Do you have a pencil handy? I don't. Okay. I want you to look up SalemBoysAuto.com, and I want you to call the number. It's really simple. It's 480-598-1234. So look for a 1234. Call Alan, my son. And okay. and now he's he's in Minnesota right now. He'll be back in a couple of days. He had to take a motor okay. home to East for a friend of his. So you're going to talk to Alan, and you're going to say, "What does your dad had?" And this is what I got. And talk to him about it because he knows Toyos better than anybody I know. Okay, very good. I really okay. appreciate the help. Thank you. You betcha, Chris. You're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. How's it going? Uh, sad to hear you're going, but. Uh, I have a pretty truck, meaning I don't drive it much, and my battery lasted four years. I'm going to put a new one in. I plan on keeping the truck for another three years or so. Should I put a yellow top Optima, or should I put, like, the second best, the gel, because I don't want to do the the cheapy ones that last, they say, two years and don't even last two years. I don't like any of the one you offered me. Um, okay. I think you should buy an Interstate or a Delco. Okay. That's what I think. That's what's in all of our cars. That's what we sell the heck out of. Um, there, a battery's biggest problem is vibration, so we need to make sure that we fasten the battery to the tray. That's a guarantee. We can't have it bouncing around because it won't last that long. The average battery that Mark Salem sells lasts between three and four years. Rarely do we get five years out of anything. It, has, it depends on how many cycles we had, how many cold and hot starts. It matters on miles and how much did we turn left and turn right and how much did we go straight. All of that matters. But yeah, I that's think, the problem. I don't drive it that much. Okay. Three to five years is about where most of my customers are at, but we do interstates and Delcos. Those are the two we got. And, and I could get those at... You just get on the Internet and start searching, you know, AutoZone, uh, Pep Boys, all that kind of stuff until you find one of those two batteries. Okay. And okay. you don't like the other guys because they're not as good a quality as the ones you recommend and that makes I'll, perfect I'll answer sense. your question right after this break. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Odyssey.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. What is really going on in the real estate market? This is a question we get almost every day. This is Phil and Josh, hosts of Arizona Real Estate Matters, which airs every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 The Patriot. This isn't some one-hour real estate infomercial. Arizona Real Estate Matters covers what is happening today in our real estate market. We discuss the current and ever-changing real estate facts and statistics that affect the largest purchase that you'll probably ever make. So for the most up-to-date real estate information affecting the real estate market today, tune in to Arizona Real Estate Matters every Sunday from 2 to 3, right here on 960 the Patriot. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress 
Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. Dad! Come on! Over here! Look at this, Dad! Over! Whoa! The moment my son saw a redwood tree. It's huge! Is the moment I knew that for him? You can't even see the top of that thing! Even the sky has no limit. There are some moments only the forest can inspire. Find yours at discovertheforest.org. Learn about forests near you and discover cool things to do when you go, like hiking, biking, fishing, or camping. Or do your own thing when you get there with family and friends. Your moment is out there. Find it at discovertheforest.org. That's discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hey, kids, let mom help with your science project. This new mom wants her kids' science project to thrive. Too bad she hasn't cracked a science book since 1985. A metathesis reaction? Compounds, mixtures, and elements. Even this baking soda volcano is too big of an experiment. Whoa. Now she's completely forgotten the periodic table. Now she's burning a hole through the kitchen table. Burning with science. But her kids' love for the mom is truly transparent. Proof you don't have to be perfect to be the perfect parent. Don't tell Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of siblings in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Courage. I learned it from my adoptive mom. Hold my hand. You hold my hand. <laughs> Learn about adopting a team from foster care at AdoptUSKids.org. You can't imagine the reward. Brought to you by AdoptUSKids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Welcome back, everybody. Let's look at the clock here, 34 minutes after the hour, and we're going to go back to uh, Chris. And Chris asked me about brands of battery. Let me tell you that it is well known that the heavier batteries typically last a little longer than the ones that are lighter because it has to do with the plates and the insulator and the capacity of the battery. I ran a mobile station in 1979. I got a lot in a lot of trouble because I sold Delco batteries a lot instead of the mobile brand. And I've been a Delco guy since day one because, in my opinion, my customers with Delco batteries simply don't change them as often as the rest of them. So I called my parts guy, Jeff, who's my manager of parts during the break, and I said, what brand do we sell of batteries? What's the predominant brand? And he goes, you know the answer to that. And I said, Jeff, just spot me the answer. (laughs) He goes, Delco. I said, do we do anything else? He says, yeah, every once in a while, Delco doesn't have the model we need, but we'll go to Interstate. And I said, okay, but Delco. And he goes, 99 out of every 100 batteries that we install are Delcos. And I said, okay. So, Chris, that's what we do. 
We sell lots Beautiful. of batteries and tires, and as a result of that, um, Delco seems to be our choice. But there's certainly a number two and a number three out there. So if you want to shop price, try this. Weight and price. And then okay. you buy the one that weighs the most for the cheapest price. That's the key, okay? Awesome. Beautiful. Have a great life. Okay. Enjoyed you for 30 years or so that you've been on. I've been here since 95, listening to you every Saturday. Thank when you, you for Even when you were with Rosie. Now, let me just tell you, too, all of you that are listening, our shop is still open. Now, you'll notice. Oh, yeah, I understand. Okay, that, that we've never said the name of our shop because it's not about our shop. It's about customers, uh, other people's customers, and, and symptoms and repairs and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, and I'm not going to change the, the way that we've done business forever and ever because Jim Tazrak told me, if you think this is going to be an hour-long commercial for your shop, you got another thing coming, kid. And that's hung with me all that time. But I'm one show away from my retirement. We own Salem Boys Auto in Tempe. If we can help you, give my daughter, uh, Andy, or my son, uh, Alan, a call, and, and they'll fit you in. Let's go to John. John, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, John. I I think you got my name wrong. It's Don. Don. I did uh, get your name wrong. I'm sorry. That's my fault. No, that's his. <laughs> I, I think he said that. But anyways, I only found you about a year ago. Okay. And I've learned a lot from you in that year. Thank you. I, I'm going to miss you. Okay, well, I, I hope you continue to patronize us because I'm still kind of the matriarch, but I'm sure you've probably met my daughter, Andy, and my son, Alan, and, and I, I haven't had anybody that didn't like them in the last 10 years. Andy's my youngest of three, and she runs the operation because Alan, my oldest of the three, is not allowed to be around money because you know and I know that everybody has one kid that goes through money like toothpaste. And Alan's one of those guys. <laughs> so <laughs> Andy runs the money, and Alan runs the shop. And between the two of them, they bring a lot to the table that uh, more than Renee and I did, my wife um, did for many years. So thank you for saying that, and, and hopefully we continue to do a good job for you. Thank you, Don. Harry, you're up next. How can I help you? Yeah, hey, sorry you're coming to the end of your trail here, but I'm happy for you that you're going to have a, a good retirement afterwards. Thank you. Thank you. The only thing that I was wondering, uh, on your best car repair shops, is that still going to be in existence? Or? Yes, I'm, I'm going to tell you this. We made the decision not too long ago. We obviously charge them a pittance amount to be on the list. They can't buy their way onto the list, but I have to check them out myself. We're going to continue that list. We're going to leave it the way it is. We're not going to charge them a dime. They have supported me for 35 years. And they've and they've never let me down. I had a couple of shops that I had to remove quietly because they're being stupid. But the guys I got on the list now, so it's going to be there until uh, the kids decide that it's not going to be there anymore. But they understand the benefit of that for our customers and everybody else. So the answer to your question is the best car repair shops is going to live on. However, there'll be no membership fees, no charges associated to the shop because these guys got us where we're at today. So we're going to pay them back. Well, that's 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 really good. I uh, that's that's nice to know. Um, I can't wait to listen to your show next week. I imagine your family's gonna <laughs> <laughs> roast me. <laughs> be interesting. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, they're all planning on roasting me and telling telling stories about me. Alan said the other day, he said, um, what do you think your, your callers are going to think when I tell them about the time that you set that car on fire? And I said, well, if, if you only tell them, uh, that I, I mean, I set a lot of cars on fire. <laughs> you know, you're spraying, you're spraying carburetor cleaner into the air intake, and this guy's, you know, cranking the engine over. But what you don't know is the timing chain slipped, so the spark's going to be there when it's not supposed to be there. And all of a sudden, you're going to have this big flame come out of the top of the carburetor, and you better have a, a fire extinguisher close by. And so I'm, I told him, I'm just going to tell him the truth. I made a mistake. <laughs> it was a stupid mistake. And, and then, I, but here's the deal. I can control their microphones. So they're going to well, be, my wife and my kids are going to sit, you know, in the studio. But I can control their microphones. So, but, they, you know, there's, I, I'm not going to hide from anything. They say they're going to they're gonna talk about their dad in an honest way, and I don't care. I'm, I'm perfectly happy with that. So thank you for that. Well, thank you very much. Good. Good trails ahead, uh, you and Renee. Hope you guys have a good uh, good travel a little bit and uh, enjoy it. Well, we do. Thank you very much for that. We're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to take more calls, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Hugh Hewitt says, don't be fooled. The second anniversary of the fall of Kabul to the Taliban, and of course we've been lied to for two years about what happened there and, and the Biden catastrophic collapse. They had to lie, so they lied. Throughout. Oh, we're not going to leave any Americans behind. They left thousands of Americans behind. They lied, lied, lied. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 4, right before Mike Gallagher at 7, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. On the battlefield, there's a saying America's military men and women live by. Never leave a fallen warrior behind, ever. Off the battlefield, Wounded Warrior Project operates with the same goal. Wounded Warrior Project was created to help our men and women returning home with the scars of war, whether those scars are physical or mental. Wounded Warrior Project. We never leave a fallen warrior behind. Ever. Learn more about what we do at WoundedWarriorProject.org. If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895. More than 80 million Americans count on AM radio stations like this one for news, weather updates, and the opportunity to discuss and debate important issues facing our country. But some people want to remove AM radio from new cars being manufactured, and we cannot let that happen. The Senate Commerce Committee has approved the AM Radio for Every Vehicle Act, Senate Bill 1669, and moved it on for a vote in the full Senate. It also faces action in the U.S. House. Your U.S. Senator and your representative in Congress are in your home state during the annual congressional recess this August. When you see your senator or congressman visiting your community, please tell them you want their support to keep AM radio strong, vibrant, and available to you in your car. This is your chance to stand up and be heard. And you can text AM to 52886. Just text AM to 52886 and tell Congress to support AM radio. Text AM to 52886. Welcome back, everybody. 42 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to go straight to the phones. Henry, you're up next. How can I help you? 
Well, I guess this will be the last stupid question asked by me in all my little surveys I used to ask. I've got a wife, okay, girlfriend at home, who is, I call her your honor, because she bangs that door shut like a gavel. I've got an S-Class and an SLT350. How do I tactfully tell her to close the door gently? I can tell you that. Will you make an extra $5 donation to the plate next time it passes you? I, I will I will donate that car. Okay, no, don't do that. This is what you tell her, and it's the truth. I heard on Mark Salem's show the other day that when people slam their doors, they don't understand that the insides of the door, which is the regulator and the motor and the switches that stop it when it goes down and stop it when it goes up, they don't understand how fragile that is. And oftentimes when we have to go in and we take the door panel off, we take the window out, and we got to rebuild that son of a gun, the bill's going to be somewhere as little as 450 and upwards to 1000 bucks if we have to do the window regulator and the window frame and all that kind of stuff. It happens a lot. And when we look at the car, we see the passenger door, the driver's door, has got a lot more wear than the opposite door is. So, And, and you said that these were Mercedes, didn't you? Yep. Okay. Well, let me just take my price and just double it. <laughs> so can I, I, can I just tell her that I get to slam the lady down the street every time she slams one of my doors? You know, I'm not quite sure that as a marriage counselor I can give you a good answer to that, but I think that's a bad answer, and I hope she doesn't have a rifle, and I hope she's not going to hit you in the butt with some bird shot. I don't think that's a good idea. I think what I told you was the best. The guy on the car, he said something about that. He says, every time we do $800 to $1,000 worth of window work, it's because somebody slams the door. Love you, Mark. All right. Thank you. All right. Good luck. (laughs) Tony, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey there, Mark. I'm uh, calling to, you know, just give you respect. For everything you've been doing. Thank you. Especially on this show. And all the Q&As we've had together talking about the vehicles and the honest answers that you give me. Maybe sometime I didn't like them, but I realize you're telling the truth. You know, you're a good man. You're you're a really, really good man. Well, thank you, I know you're going to have fun and a good time hiding up there and pacing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did did you say (laughs) pacing? Yes, yes. I'm. I, I've got some horse property up there, and I and I've, uh, I've, uh, I, I've been a cowboy for a long time. But um, I, I, I live up there about half my life, and uh, my wife and I live up there together. So, but we have a. We don't use phones up now up there because we don't need them. We, our cell phones work perfectly. But thank you for your kind words. Um, um, they meant a lot to me. Thank you, uh, Steve. You're up next. How can we help you? Uh, hi, Mark. Um, thank you for taking my call. It's tough to follow that call. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it, you uh, you definitely have a following out here, and uh, and I was uh, I'm certainly been one of them over the years. But I do have a question. Uh, in in addition to uh, saying a, a big thank you to everything you've done. Thank you. Um, I have a uh, I have a 2002 Chevy Tahoe, and it uh, it's it's 
uh, it starts really hard. And so the first uh, first time in the morning, it starts right up. And then after it warms up, if I you know, take it take it to work or even just take it to the gym, short drive, once, once the engine gets warmed up, when I get back in it to try to start it, it starts really hard. And it will always turn over, but it almost is like it's not getting gas or it's not getting something. I don't. Okay. Okay. I'm nervous to just take it in and kind of no. turn it over. Uh, let me guess intelligently about this because you've given me good stuff. So what I hear you saying is is during a good startup, I hit the key, boom, <clears throat> starts right up. There's times where I hit the key and it goes, and it doesn't catch and it doesn't start. And that's going to be a fuel yeah. problem. Okay? So okay. I want you to pay All attention right. to this. I want you to fill up the tank, and I and I don't want you to let it get below half. And I want to know if that changes it. Because if the water or the fuel pump inside the tank sees air, sometimes we, well, not sometimes, all the time, we use the gasoline in the tank to lubricate the pump. How many miles are on that Tahoe? So over 250. Okay. Has it ever had a a fuel pump in it? I did put one in probably about five years ago. Okay. Or five years ago. Okay, well, there's a fuel pressure regulator there, too. That's easy to check. We can check the fuel pump. Okay. You know, a lot of us will just go to the fuel pump relay, and we'll bring off the power in the ground, and we'll put a little light bulb on your dash and tape it there and say, turn the key on, that light should come on. And you say, you know what? When it doesn't start, I turn the key on, and the light doesn't come on. That means that the fuel pressure regula- or the, the fuel pump relay is not working. Now, here's something else you can do. Go in and look at your owner's manual, and there's going to be a couple of relays in there. I want you to find the one for the fuel pump and swap it for the window relay. Just put the window in the fuel pump and the fuel pump in the window. If the problem goes away, you know what to do. Gotcha. All okay. right. All right. Thank okay. you very much, Steve. Thank you. Gary, you're up next. How can we help you? Hi. Uh, yes. I, I appreciate you taking my call. Um, the I've got a 2006 Chrysler Sebring. And it has the 2.7 liter V6 in it. And I've, I've got this problem where, well, right now I won't even start, but um, where I, I'll be driving along and it'll just, like, especially when I come to a stop or something, it'll just die on me. It'll just, like, stall out and die, and then I won't be able to restart it because, uh, lo and behold, also the, the battery is dead. But, um, but the, the thing is, I've, I, I, I thought it might be the battery, so I took the battery in to get it checked. And uh, okay, hold on, hold the, on, hold on. It it doesn't do uh, any good to go through the list of what you've tried and what you're not. Let me ask you some questions. Okay. When it starts, it cranks over normally. Yeah, da, 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 boom, and the motor starts. Yes. Yes, uh, okay. I can. If I charge up the battery, I can, I can uh, get it to start. Okay. You said the other. You said a few minutes ago that you pull up to an intersection and something happened. And when you hit the key, describe what happened when you hit the key at that circumstance. Uh, when I, like, uh, when I came to a stop, it it just stalled and then oh. it died. Okay. And then when you went to start it, you put it in neutral or park. And when you went to start it, what happened? What did it do? Um, it was uh, the battery was dead. So it's so click, it click 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 I click click click. Is that what you had? Uh, no, I didn't even have that. It, okay. it just, I would, it would do the one click and, and, uh, the lights would come on briefly, but then 
I mean, it was pretty dead, so it just wouldn't turn over. Okay, I'm not going to be able to fix your car, but I can tell you on a 1 to 10 scale, it's going to be about a 3. So I don't know what's wrong with your car. I'd have to run a bunch of tests. What part of town do you live in? Uh, North Phoenix, near uh, Greenway and the 17th. Okay. Well, there's a guy named Tom Blackwell up there at 40th Street in Greenway. And you can go to Blackwell Auto and just tell him that Mark Salem says you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this. And that'll kind of wave that. That's kind of like waving the red cape in front of the bull. And, uh, and, and, and don't tell him what you think it is or what you don't think it is. I want you to describe the problem. Intermittently, okay. it dies. And when I hit the key, it goes click, click. It doesn't crank or, the adverse is, it cranks but won't catch. Now, no, it, it, I can actually turn on the vehicle. Like, I, like once, once I, I charge up the battery, I can turn on, turn on the vehicle, and it runs for about five minutes, and then it dies again. I know, but, but you, you, you see, the thing of it is, is we don't care about that. We want to ask you questions. So what okay. you just told me is, is that I'm running out of battery juice because I pull up to an intersection, and it dies, and I hit the key, and it click, click, clicks. And then you just got through saying, well, the, it, I get the click, click, click over here. Well, that's a low-voltage situation. Battery cable starter solenoid, battery ground. There's so many things that can be causing that, but on a 1 to 10 scale, this is a 3. If you'll yeah. just let them ask questions and answer their questions. But okay. you've got the, the ratcheting of the... That, that's just low-voltage situation. So the starter needs 9.6 in order to go... And if you got 8.6, it ain't going to go... It's going to go... That's the flood or the kick. So is it? We, do we have a bad battery connection, positive or negative? Do we have a bad connection at the starter? Do we have a starter that's hanging up? Do we have a solenoid that's hanging up? To be honest with you, most of us gray-haired guys can hear what's going on and we'll, we'll know what it is with a minimal amount of testing. But just tell Blackwell the symptoms and tell him Mark Salem said you don't have a prayer in hell of fixing this car, so call me when he needs help, and he'll just laugh his butt off. <laughs> Okay. Good luck to you, Gary. Thank you very much. The The important part is, is about good shops, and let me tell you about a couple. Strictly Diesel Service and Repair, I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. When you meet Nate, he is looks like the biggest lumberjack you've ever seen in your life. He's got a hands like tennis rackets. He's so kind. He's so nice. He is just the epitome of what you should be as a shop owner. He has technicians that are just wizards when it comes to Chevy, Ford, and Dodge diesels. There is nothing he can't fix on a Chevy, the 6.6 liter, the Ford, the 7.3, the 6 liter, and the Dodge, the 5.9, and the 6.6. There's nothing he can't do. So if you've got one of those diesels that nobody can fix, don't go to Nate's Strictly Diesel and say, I've already spent $2,000 because we don't care. We don't care. We're not going to give you credit. You need to go back to all them other guys and get your money back. But sometimes when we fix it, we write it up for you, and you go back to them, and you say, this is what fixed it. You weren't on the right track. Would you please consider a refund? And that's a nice way to ask for that. But if you want, you can stop payment on the credit card ticket to the other shops if the time frame hasn't expired. I would suggest you try to be nice about it, and you'll probably get a lot more with you know, somebody may say, I'll give you half your money back, but I'll give you all the labor back, but I'm not going to give you the parts back because, you know, you still have my parts. And you can decide if that's appropriate for you. But that's how it works. We got one more caller. Who's that? Jody, good morning. 
Hi, Mark. Hi. Nice to talk to you. I just found you a few weeks ago. I almost hate to ask you a work question. Go ahead. Um, you're, you're having so much fun here, everybody giving you compliments. And over the last couple of weeks, I've enjoyed learning from you. I do have a, a question. I got someone backed into my driver's side door about a year ago, and I got it fixed. And then about six months ago, I went in for routine maintenance, and they told me there that I need a, a rear alignment kit, um, and it's going to cost about $1,000, and I thought, well, just wait. I went to a different shop four months later for maintenance, told, asked them to look at the rear, and they said there wasn't anything to do back there. He said he thought it was just normal wear. I've got 50,000 miles. It's a little bit squeaky between the two wheels in the back. Okay. Well, there's some of the things you said that were just what I needed to hear. Okay. First of all, for somebody to say you have an alignment issue and it's going to cost $1,000, I want to tell you, if that person said that in my shop, I would fire their butt in about six seconds. Because yes. we don't transition from, I see a little problem on your car, and that's going to cost you a 1000 bucks. That's bull. That's just oh. flat bull. You look at the, go, I'll tell you what, go to Discount Tire and ask them, do you have any ab- abnormal wear in any of your tires? That's where you start. Look at my okay. backs, look at my front, tell me if I have any abnormal wear. If they say the outer edges of the fronts are worn, which we expect, because those are the steer tires. They lean left and lean right. But the outer edge is the one that shows. And then the back okay. tires, if they've been on the back, they have perfect wear. They're not shoulder okay. edged. And you say to discount, would you look at my... Now, let me ask you this. I want you to try this. You drive the car, and then I want you to be in a parking lot on a Sunday morning, and I want you to do 10, 15 miles an hour, and then I want you to hit the brakes kind of hard. Is there a clunk? Okay. I want you to back up and hit the brakes kind of hard. Is there a clunk? No clunk on the front, no clunk on the back. Discount passes your tires. You're fine. That's all there is to it. You're fine. Okay. Well, and I do have to add one thing. When I went to the second shop, it was the morning that I found you, and I kept you on my radio and cranked up the volume so that when they turned it on, they would know that I listened to you. (laughs) So maybe that's the reason they were good to me. Well, let me ask you this. What part of town do you live in? We just moved to Surprise. Okay. Go to MarkSalem.com. We've got some West yep. Side shops. And okay. I've got a lot around the Central Avenue corridor. i got Billy at 25th Street Auto. Um, I've got a lot of shops all the way around. Um, and, yep. and But if you if you find one you like, then stay there. If they treat okay. and, 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 and they're going to say, the good guys are going to say, Jody, you're going to have to put some rear shocks on this sometime in the near future. The right rear is leaking oil, and the left rear is as old as the right rear. So these are the symptoms I want you to pay attention to, of a bad vibration on a hard stop. And then we're going to have to put rear shocks on it. And I went ahead and wrote you an estimate on your ticket so that when you get to that point, you'll know what it is. That's what we do the best. We, the good guys in the industry, and half of them are on my website. So that's the best I can offer you, but thank you. You made my day. Thank you very much. Thompson's Auto Repair is another shop. He's over in Mesa. He's the only shop in Mesa. He's on Main Street east of Stapley, and he's a doggone good guy. We'll see you next week. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.